Welcome to the Lock Sportscast, your weekly source for Lock Sport news and sometimes interviews. This is episode 31, recorded January 2nd, 2021. I'm your host, Charles Current, and welcome to 2021. We made it through 2020 finally. Let's hope this year is better than last. In today's episode, the Locky Awards are now accepting nominations. Bowley is designing a new disc detainer lock, new impressioning handles, a key decoding app for your smartphone, First pick of a fully populated 10-slider Icon WSW, Lockpickers United charity raffle is underway, and of course, lockpicking criminals, sales, and giveaways. And remember, you can find the audio version of this show almost anywhere you listen to audio content. That includes Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, iHeartRadio, and most other podcasting apps. And of course, always at thelocksportsguest.com. You can find the video version here on YouTube and perhaps soon other places. Links to stories discussed will be in the show notes. So if you're on YouTube or one of the podcast apps that limits the length of show notes or doesn't include clickable links, you can always find those at thelocksportscast.com. First off, the announcement is Locky Awards are now accepting nominations. They will be accepted through January 29th, so head over to LockyAwards.com and please read the... Uh, it's in the format of a fact sheet, so please read how are videos or people nominated section before you enter your nominations. Uh, I will go over more details at in the giveaway section at the end of the podcast. In the news this week, Terrell shared a tweet from Locksmith Ledger that said, it's about time. New tools for locksmiths help you to manage your time and money better. We profile several, several new ones that stood out in 2020. And the article this linked is called Best of 2020 Locksmith Tools and Trade Items. And basically they say, although 2020 was a relatively lackluster year for business, there was plenty of action within the security industry as far as developing new products. And they highlighted several. I'll go over a few that I found particularly interesting and I think are interesting to locksporters. We have, of course, the original Lishi residential picks. They expanded their product line to include models aimed at residential and commercial keyways, including Schlage and Quickset. And I know several of you picked those up. Then this one I hadn't heard of before, Lock Caddy Caddy Carrier, Go No Go Service Tool. The Go No Go Service Tool is used during the pinning process of interchangeable core cylinders after you load all the pins into the core and before you cap it the tool helps you measure the cylinders for the proper uniform required pin stack height thought that might be interesting to some of you who like to play with ICs Loctech Quickset Smart Key Decoder um, I'm sure you've probably already heard about this before but it's basically a Wi-Fi camera with a special tip that you can slide into the quick set smart key cylinders to decode them. Uh, it takes advantage of the fact that QuickSet didn't hide the view of those internal components from inside the keyway. They didn't think anybody would be able to see in there. And uh, 
They also included in a written transcript of an interview with Brian Capehart, a locksmith at LockTech, um, talking about the decoder. The next item may not be necessarily locksport related, but I thought it was interesting, particularly since I keep pointing out the problems with all these uh, smart locks and such. Lucky Line Signal Blocker Key Hider. Their little description here I'll read. Smart keys and smart key fobs can constantly emit an RF signal that allows a vehicle's doors to unlock and the push to start button to work. The key signal blocker key hider prevents that and thus the unintentional unlocking of a vehicle and potential car theft. You simply place your smart key or smart fob into the pouch to block the signal. It also prevents relay attacks. In relay attacks, thieves amplify the signal from the key fob to trick the vehicle's keyless entry system into thinking the key is in the thief's hand. Placing the key fob inside the pouch prevents hackers from acquiring your wireless key fob signal and stealing your vehicle. So, a way around some of the weaknesses of these systems, maybe. And another tweet trail shared was from Bully Lock Company. They teased us with a couple photos of a new lock they are designing. They say, Happy New Year. Here's something we're working on for the new year. And it's a very unusual looking key and cylinder setup. And uh, Cocolito said, Very cool design. Where can I buy one? Bully said, Still in the prototype stage, but hopefully in a few months. And then Captain Hook number one uh, tweeted, is this a disc detainer? What do I have to do to get a prototype? And their reply to that was, it is a disc detainer with our patented concepts applied. No direct path to each disc. There is an idler. You have to push the key in at the top to engage. We think when launched, this will be considered one of the most pick-resistant locks that exists. And then uh, Captain Hook number one replied back, I'm really curious. I could imagine that it would be possible to self-impression it as it's a thing with other disc detainer type locks where accessibility is an issue for a picking attack. I'm sure such a flaw can be avoided, of course. And Bully replied back to that saying, anything's possible. The sidebar is spring-loaded. It is not a binding type of sidebar, which I think makes that rather unlikely. So, Captain Hook, number one, said, You mean the sidebar is pressed into the core by springs, like the newest Quickset Smart Key or the Yuma 750? And they replied, yes, more like that. So it sounds like they're designing a lock that is partly like the existing Bowleys, partly disc detainer, and reverse sidebar. This could be interesting. I can't wait to see what they come up with. I'll have links to those tweets in the show notes. Terrell also sent a tweet here. Uh, he shared a tweet with me, and his uh, comment on it was, Rubber Banded is a veteran Locksport community member and locksmith who just finished working on a limited run of custom impressioning handles. Rubber Banded's tweet reads, Okay, the fruit of my labor. Full first-time batch of impressioning handles, new sleeve being designed for new screw for same drive size throughout. They all come with three cup point and high hold set screws. A coped washer is coming so that 
so it can all be carried as one piece. I designed, tested, and paid to bring this handle to market, as it were. It is unlike any other handle I've seen, and I'm not saying it's better, but I'm very proud of it. This will be a limited run, probably, but so worth it. I hope to get lots of feedback from folks about it. So, uh, head over and check that out. All right, and this next story was brought to me by both uh, Cherell and Don's Locks. And Alexandre Trafalt tweeted, Hi everyone, I'm happy to share with you a key decoding app that I made with some IT students, specially made for pen testers and security professionals. Try it, use it, like it, share it. And it's on Google Play Store called Key Decoder, all one word. Um, doesn't appear to be on iOS at this point. The description for the app on the Google Play Store reads, Key Decoder app lets you use your smartphone or tablet to decode your mechanical keys in seconds. Just place it on an ISO card, something like a loyalty card, hotel room, IFED, RFID card, whatever. Take a picture and place your features on that picture. In less than one minute, you can decode your key. This application is a true key decoder for standard keys, giving you precision of 0.1 millimeter or less depending on the quality of your pictures, the lighting, angle of view, and of course the precision of the ISO-sized card you use as a dimensional reference. If you want to decode a key, this key decoding app is your best way, and it's free. It's published under the Aladdin Free Public License, making it source available, free to use, modify, and distribute. You can find it on GitHub for all the details. The main intended use of this app is for pen testers doing physical intrusion testing with a legal contract. If you want to avoid unwanted duplication of your keys, you should give them the same attention as passwords, which they are in a way. Do not share them and do not leave them unattended. And Artichoke2000 shared a video by uh, a Lockpickers United member. Um, I'm probably going to butcher his name, but I'll give it a shot. So Artichoke2000 says, Taherna is the first to pick an Icon WSW with full 10 sliders. This lock has space for 10 sliders, but is never fully populated. The interior side of the lock has five sliders and the exterior seven sliders. Tear fully populated the lock and picked it. And I'll have a link in the show notes. It's, uh, it's a lot of active elements in that when you get all of it populated. For karate belts this week, I can only find one. Pickster got his purple belt on 12-28 of 2020. Now it's time to take a quick break and say thank you to the people that made this episode possible. Executive producers for this episode are, are my Patreon subscribers, and they all have YouTube channels, and it's their YouTube channel names that I'll be reading off here. We have Meddler, Pandafrog, Michael Gilchrist, Starrylock, William's Brain, To Be Deciphered, and my newest one, Liban's Locksport Journey. He actually just put out his first Locksport video this afternoon, right before I started recording this. So there will be a link to all of their YouTube channels in the show notes. Be sure to go check them out if you haven't already. And the same goes for all of these content producers. The content producers for this episode are Don's Locks, Artichoke2000, Cherell, Teherne, 
The Bone in the Box, Joshua Gonzalez, HV Logic, Panda Frog, Starry Lock, Pocket Woman. So thank you to all of you, and I really appreciate the support. And remember, this show is only possible because of your support. So if you are getting value out of the podcast, please help support it by sending in your news, links, information, anything you have that's Locksport related, you can send it to podcast at thelocksportscast.com or you can go to the show notes or um, the locksportscast.com webpage and click on contact and I have multiple different ways to contact me. The best is email or by uh, DM in uh, the Discord. Don't forget to share the podcast with your lockpicking friends. You can leave a review on your favorite podcasting platform. Uh, comment and a thumbs up if you're watching on YouTube. If you want, you can subscribe or donate on Patreon, PayPal, or buy me a coffee. If you support the show with information or donation, I will give you a producer credit and a link in the show notes. So be sure to let me know if you want me to link to your YouTube channel, blog, Instagram, Twitter, or whatever else you prefer, and I will make sure to do that. Uh, we have one lockpicking criminal story this week from Northfield, Minnesota on December 30th. Burglary suspect arrested at South Oaks Apartments. A 35-year-old man is in custody after being charged with attempted burglary at the South Oaks Apartment in Northfield. Authorities said Daniel Rick Kreutzer of Poposki, Minnesota, was arrested Monday night after a resident reported suspicious person attempting to enter the building. When police arrived, they found Kreutzer in the main floor laundry room. He told them he was visiting a friend who lived in the building and then said he didn't know anyone who lived there and that he had planned to sleep in the laundry room because he was homeless. After searching him, police discovered several lockpicking tools, a butterfly knife, and a smaller blade. Evidence was found that the lock to the coin box on one of the washing machines had been tampered with, and the building manager told police that there has been an ongoing problem with money being stolen from the laundry machines. Kreutzer was charged with second-degree burglary and possession of burglary or theft tools, and if convicted, he faces up to 13 years in prison and a $25,000 fine. As far as sales this week, shared by multiple people here, we have goodbye to 2020. We're ringing in the new year with savings on Southward Tools. From December 30th through January 11th, we're offering a 20% discount on all products. Place your order at southward.com and paste the code NY 2021 in the discount field at checkout to apply the discount. And they say, we wish you all a happy and healthy and prosperous 2021. And Mako Locks is still using the 15% off code by Mako. I tested it this morning. It still worked. Uh, what I was also working is their uh, Black Friday specials page. Those specials are still letting me add them to the cart and apply the buy Mako code on top of it. So worth checking out. I, however, forgot to check this one for UK lock pickers, the 10% off with the code gift. I don't know the expiration and I forgot to check it this morning. So we'll just, we'll say it and try it. I don't know if it works or not. Giveaways. Um, Teherne has having a giveaway. It's his video number 42 is where he announces it. It's called Free Stuff Giveaway for the New Year 2021. Hashtag Tear 2021. 
The items included are a penning tray, a euro cylinder holder, a distainer pick handles that look very nice. They're uh, quite well made, it looks like. To enter, be sure that you are subscribed to his channel. You pick a lock on video with at least 10 components in it and include the hashtag tear2021 in the title and tell him about that video and in his, the comments to his uh, giveaway announcement video. And there'll be a link in the show notes to his giveaway video in case you're not already subscribed to him. So get over there and check that out. He's a very talented picker. And Lockpickers United put out an official announcement that the 2021 Lockpicking Charity Raffle has started. And I just want to thank uh, the bone in the box. I think he was the one who initially turned me on to this giveaway raffle getting started this year. So the only reason I've been following it so closely is because of his tip-off. So thank you again for that information, bone in the box. I'm going to read the announcement um, partially here. just. Uh, to get through the basics of how the raffle works. So it says, welcome to the 2021 Lockpicking Charity Raffle. We are thrilled to be kicking off 2021 with what has turned out to be a much bigger event than last year. Make sure you're sitting down before continuing because the prize pool is absolutely bonkers. They have a long list of people that they wanna thank for putting this together. And they also go through and list and thank all 52 prize contributors that made this year's insane prize pool a reality. Um, I'll just read the people who put it together because I can't pronounce half of these names. You know, these are Discord user handles. Some of them are just impossible to, to read off. But the people who put the uh, helped put the giveaway together are Roboat, Logan is on Discord, Decoder, Box, which is the bone in the box and correct genes. And like I said, 52 uh, prize contributors, many of whom you guys would recognize if you go to the Discord and read the giveaway announcement. Entries to the giveaway will be accepted through January 31st, and the prize drawing will happen via live stream on February 1st, evening time Pacific Standard. Not at not sure yet what the exact time will be. That is to be determined. Weekly updates will be provided with information on total money raised, as well as a snapshot of the distributions of tickets in the pots. You are welcome to change your ticket distribution at any time, should that information influence your choice. We are also separately keeping track of how much is being raised through both Reddit and Discord. And this is a competition between the two, so don't let your team down. The rules. Each U.S. dollar equivalent rounded down, which I believe last time I said rounded up. So the official rules here say rounded down. Donated count. So each U.S. dollar equivalent donated counts as one ticket in the drawing, but that is rounded down dollar equivalent. The charity you are donating must be approved by the moderation team. Below is a list of recommended charities that have been approved. Should your preferred charity not be in the list, do not hesitate to contact at donate to the charity raffle, um, which is a, a handle on there, at donate to the charity raffle, to discuss your, discuss your preferred charity. The list will be updated as more are approved. Members of the moderation team and those who are working with them to make this charity raffle happen are not allowed to participate. This is done to ensure that the process remains fair. 
how to participate. Step one, select a charity to donate to. If it's not on the list below, send a message to at donate to this charity raffle to confirm first. Step two, donate. Please take a screenshot of some proof that the donation was accepted and valid. Step three, send a message to at correct genes or at donate to the charity raffle that contains this screenshot as well as how you would like your tickets distributed amongst the prize pots. We will send a response and notify you you have been entered into the drawing. And then they have a link in there to a document that has all the already approved charities. So you can look and see if yours is on there. And then they have a link to another Google, Google document that lists the prize pots. It says, important, take note of the origin locations and shipping notes next to each prize. Prizes that are not labeled as international shipping included will require any international shipping to be paid entirely or partially by the winner. So keep that in mind when you're selecting your prizes. But I will have a link to both of those in the show notes. And Starlock and Pocket Women have the hashtag Shoutout Monday series where they highlight channels with fewer than 100 subscribers on YouTube. And uh, they usually do a giveaway of some sort every month for the people that follow the, the instructions. You can check out the rules in the description of any one of the Shoutout Monday series videos. I do not know what the prizes will be for January. And of course, I'm still holding my Pack Lock a Month giveaway. Um, I have to do the drawing for December 2020 still, and I have to get together an order for new ones, but I will be continuing the Pack Lock a Month giveaway in 2021. So the way you enter is by sending me information that I can use in this podcast or by sharing the podcast on social media and making sure that you tag me in it so that I know that you did it. And I'll get you an entry for every time that you share it or for every bit of information that you use. And keep in mind that carries across episodes. So if you give me information on a giveaway and that giveaway runs for three weeks worth of episodes because of the dates that it's open, you get three entries for that. I count it the new, the information that's provided and ep every episode that I use that information in counts as one entry. So keep that in mind. All right, and to recap for the Lockie Awards, nominations are now being accepted. They will be accepted through January 29th. Then there'll be a weekend for us to flip everything over, and voting will start February 1st and be allowed through February 28th. And I'll do the actual winner announcement. I'm planning on doing a live stream either March 5th or, or 6th. So you can head over to LockieAwards.com Look over what the categories are and who you want to nominate for each one. And then please read the fact there that says, how are people nominated for Lockheed Awards? Um, it gives detailed instructions for what I would like to have in those nominations. A key point in there is if you're nominating somebody for one of the video related categories, like best lighting, best visual effects, or, or something like that, please provide either the name of the video or a link to the video so that I have something to share with the people who are going to be voting. We want a good example of why they're nominated for that. If I don't have a video 
to link to, then I'm going to have to try and find one and I might not find the best one. So if you're nominating them, you obviously like the, their work, you saw something that triggered it. So please uh, share that link or at least the name of the, the channel and the video that you're, you want to reference so that I can go find it and pull a link. Um, it would really make things a lot easier for everyone involved when it comes to voting. That way somebody, I can put up a list of these are the people nominated. Here's some videos to watch that you can, you know, look at and decide which of these you think is better. Thank you to everyone that has supported this show and to all the great support for the Lockie Awards and to everyone that has already nominated. I may reach out to some of you to, um, by email to clarify a few of those. Um, there are some that didn't have links or video names on some of these, and I might have to reach out to you to clarify that a little bit. Um, if I do, I apologize. I don't like uh, having to contact you without um, prior consent, but um, I might. So thank you, and remember to keep it legal. And welcome to 2021. We survived 2020. Yay.